and we are here. We are live. We are the Shoot Brothers Podcast, the one and only wrestling podcast on the internet. We are in quarantine. We are in lockdown, but the show continues because the wrestling world continues. And our lives go on because I am Mike the Shoot Shepherd, joined as always by Cam Thunder Osborne. I'm over here. I'm 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 an ISO. I'm an ISO, baby. He's an ISO. I'm an ISO. We're both in search of something. <laughs> We're both in uh, search of. Yes. Uh, but wrestling is still here. You know, fans can't come, but the cameramen are there. The referees, Vince McMahon's booking shit, presumably. Uh, <laughs> Wait, is he always, uh, but, isn't he always booking shit? Isn't that part of it? Yeah. Sometimes good shit, sometimes bad shit. Is he, is it, uh, why? So is he, he's just a little more hands-on now that we're in this new format? I don't know. XFL really is not around, so he's got something. That's know, true. We were he hoping sh- that was going to keep him busy. But. Yeah, we were hoping that would really keep him hands off around WrestleMania. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, because but maybe, he, you know, maybe uh, he doesn't like to admit he's an old man, but maybe he is taking this uh, this COVID situation serious and trying to just be not around people. Who knows? He could be. I'd he like is. That. He is an old. He is super old, but nothing would stop him from getting on a quick Skype call, you know, 20 minutes before the show go <laughs> before the show is supposed to air. Yeah. But you know what, uh, everybody, like we said, the wrestling, it's continued for now. Mm-hmm. You know, we're getting stuff. So the news continues. Around the ring is where we're going right now because some stuff happens. Around the ring, 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 around the ring. Not everything happens on those the weekly shows. Not everything happens uh, in those square four uh, chunks of time. Yeah, Lots including a title. We had a title change, ladies and gentlemen. After holding it for weeks, Riddick Moss. Riddick Moss, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Riddick Moss, he lost his 24-7 title while jogging. He's jogging, and this time a referee pulls up in a car. Truth comes out from behind, rolls mm. him up, wins the title, drives off with the ref's car. Good, tr- so uh, Truth's got it back. Yes, oh, so thank Truth, God. This, thank there, God. Was, there was two records in this segment. Truth is now the 35-time 24-7 champion. Jesus Christ. So that's one record. And Riddick Moss set the title length record. His was the longest reign of all time at 40 days, believe it or not. 40 days? What? <laughs> yeah. I no guess way. This, uh, no way it's been over a month since. Like, I'm just looking. I, I remember that happening. And I'm just thinking to days. myself, there was no way that was over a month ago. But I guess it was. Yeah, Shit. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, 40 days. It's crazy. I guess because the last few weeks he hasn't really been on because there haven't been as many people. So yeah, they did, they certainly couldn't book a gaggle at this time. Could so. not book the gaggle of jobbers. You can't book No Way Jose's little dumb crew, which is fantastic yeah. for me because um, <laughs> I don't get to see much of them. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, so he lost his title. Nobody else even cracked a month. He got forty days. Well, that's great. You know, I mean, that's that 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 tells me everywhere from mere minutes to now uh, this huge amount of time. And I'm going to say that he's probably first place by like a, a huge margin. Also, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's like double. Uh, <laughs> is Matt Challen in there? Uh, you know, folks. So many podcasts are being recorded all over the uh, all all over the <laughs> all all over the house. 
We're a podcast. Oh, he's got house. his own podcast. Is that right? Yeah, going we got on? our own podcast. It's ah, a, cool. He's twitching out live so play along. He's the, he's Call the competition. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. He's the competition. No, we're All playing right. COD. They've released a uh, free Fortnite style uh, game. Yeah. And it's oh. uh, it's pretty cool. I, I I haven't played it yet because I'm not good. I'm not good at first person shooters, so I just kind of stick away. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's it's a it's a great time watching. It's a lot of fun. There's like a, there's a game mode you can play with squads of people, and you have to get money. So that's uh we'll play like online with friends. So the one's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, a couple more things here. Oh yeah, we're still uh, around the ring. This isn't game tuck. No, this <laughs> it's is okay. Uh, no, no. Okay. Well, I mean, we're, uh, yeah, it's okay. Uh, so nothing official has been said, but it appears that WWE may have has had its first breach of the COVID nineteen. Uh oh, uh, who was it? Dana Brooke was Dana. supposed to be in this. Oh my God! Is somebody <laughs> is somebody checking Batista? <laughs> uh oh! Can somebody uh, get Dave Batista? But um, most people may not have even remembered, but Dana Brooke was supposed to be in that six pack challenge for the SmackDown Women's Title. Oh right, she's been pulled. Okay. Yeah, she's been so she just said she had flu symptoms. She had some sort of symptoms. She hasn't been positive, but she's quarantined. No chances being taken, so she's out of the match. And then uh, also Rey Mysterio, uh, something you know. No. Everything. <laughs> Why? The one thing we. The one. Thi- oh my God, Mike. So oh, this no. is from this is this is from Meltzer himself. Oh, he says. Uncle Dave. Why do you? It was basically what me? we were thinking. He says there were there was a lot of different ideas, multiple different ideas oh, for the U.S. title that match. That would have been so much fun. And he goes, the main idea was you know Andrade, Ray, and Angel, and all those. But he says Ray is now in quarantine. He's off the show. Fuck. So you got to be safe. So Fuck. he's gone. That would have been uh, such a fun match, that four-way with uh, those guys, Carrillo. Yeah. God well, damn then it. as we see, they, they announced kind of a thrown-together tag match later that we'll get to. But <clears throat> I got one final piece of news, and this one's very important to me. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you remember last summer, one of uh, one of the very hot... For my my shoot meter was going off the charts for this one, the Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Oh yeah, uh, of course. No, Mike, <laughs> we uh, listeners of the show remember <laughs> what it was like uh, about a year ago. Yeah, the summer of love for these two. <laughs> they uh, seemingly every week I was picking up on these these teases, these these sexual uh, lusts and advances and small touches. And okay, uh, just what what do you just go on? What are you saying? So anyways, this is an official interview with Sonya Deville with Uproxx.com. So Sonya Deville, she talks about that this was an official proposed lesbian storyline between her and Mandy. And here's what happened. She says, uh, obviously, me and Mandy, we were upset. It was something that we really pushed for. But never say never. I think it's still possible and something that could happen. And, you know, uh, she just goes on about, like, representation. And uh, we took a lot of time out. We had a lot of meetings with GLAAD. You know, that organization. I, so. I do not know that organization. I don't think so. Uh, it's like, the I don't know. I don't want to get the name right. But it like represents gays and lesbians. And okay. Okay. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically, this was real. They were all in on it. They was, this was a real thing that was going to happen. Uh, she's like, you know, it doesn't have to be a long, drawn out storyline. But two girls, two guys, just doing whatever. And uh, But then she said it kind of just fizzled out. Nothing happened. And then Rusev and Lana had a big storyline. And uh, now the Otis and Mandy and... But it basically confirms that what I saw was was legit. There was smoke. There was fire. We just didn't get the desire. <laughs> That's great. Well, you know what, Mike? I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad the shoot meter is finally resolved on this. I mean, um, 
Case closed, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you know, of course, never say, never say never, of course. Yeah. You know, but I mean, uh, it has a, I still didn't get my reward, but at least Sonia confirmed that uh, I'm not, I'm not crazy. If Moxman comes out and yeah, I, or it seems odd <laughs> that like, I don't know, I don't know, whatever. Don't what were you gonna say? Way. What were you gonna say? No, if uh, if next year Moxman comes out and says, "Ha, ah, just kidding, I'm still Dean Ambrose." Yeah, that's <laughs> that would be the biggest thing that would ever happen. <laughs> yeah. Then you could say you were right on that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no. But, when he shows uh, up on Impact, uh, <laughs> just, just oh, fuck you to everybody. That'd be great. Well, that's great. That was uh, a little bit of news. A little bit of news coming around. Of yeah, course. There you go. Around the ring. <clears throat> More that's things changing with Mania. That really blows. Hope. Uh, hope they're yeah, all. Yeah. Hope they're all right. Hope they're all right. But let's keep moving through the show. Um, you know, because we got to go somewhere. Uh, let's go to Twitter, shall we? It's the tweet of the yeah. week. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Um, the champion, um, CM Punk defending his belt, defending it well. And, you know, of course, something that we've seen before. This is an intergender uh, belt, much like something like the 24-7 title. Any man, woman, entity, a child, yeah. uh, any anything could win this. Corporation. And, uh, a corporation. A corporation. You know, that, and that, that Wendy's Twitter is always putting out stuff, Wendy's, right? whoever's on that Wendy's Twitter account, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yes, uh, so this week, you know, many women have held this belt before and another woman's going to add her name to the list. Uh, your tweet, the champion, Alexa bliss. Uh, this was, um, actually not on Twitter It's actually an Instagram little thing, but, uh, we're, we're counting it. We're, we're, okay. we're counting okay. it. So, yeah. um, so Becky Lynch put out on her Instagram, uh, well, that was like a week ago, maybe, uh, when she came out looking like a king. And she had, you remember, she had like the hat on, and she had like the scepter the and the big, big glasses and stuff. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She came out, she came out looking like the king, and uh, just kind of post a photo on Instagram, and then Alexa Bliss just comments on it by saying, "Oh, I thought that was Baron Corbin's gimmick." And uh, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, <laughs> I, I, I also hey. thought it was Baron Corbin's gimmick because now I don't know what Baron Corbin's gimmick is." Um, well, uh, I don't know. It depends if they do another King of the Ring this year, then his license expires. His, his license would technically expire. Uh, yeah, but who knows? Good. But Alex Bliss, you're a Tweedledee champion. Instagram right. of the week. Good girl. Yeah. Not a girl. Yeah. She seems like a good grammar. <clears throat> grammar. Grammar. Uh, yeah. Should we just go on to the world of SmackDown here? Let's keep moving on through the show because these weeklies, uh, the weekly show still needs to happen. You know, we've got a couple hours here to fill. We've got to fill three hours on Monday night. Jesus Christ, I don't know how they're going to pull that one off. Uh, but yeah, let's go to SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Live. Uh, yeah, I think it was live still. Uh, Performance Center. Uh, Michael Cole standing in the ring and he's talking about Mania being two nights now. And then he brings out this year's host, the Gronk. Uh, but Mojo Riley gets in the ring first and he's like, come on, Cole, you ain't going to do this. I'm going to do this. So he introduces his best friend being all hyped up, gives him a good hype intro. Uh and then Gronkowski comes out to some like '90s techno dance track, and he's doing like a white man. <laughs> Only a white man can dance. But he, he's, he was he's, trying know, to entertain. I dig it. Let's I like say it. He's I like trying it. to entertain. Yeah, like he he doesn't look like he's uh I don't know like yeah he he's into it. He's not he's not forcing it. You know. I get it. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, you know, he just has some fun. He cuts a promo. He's been watching WWE all his life and he supports Mojo going back to his FCW days. And, uh, you know, he's ready for the host mania. He's hype. So Mojo's happy. He's got his buddies back. Uh, they start chopping each other uh, and shit. Uh, and then King Corbin comes out, of course, to interrupt. And he starts insulting them. And uh, I think Elias comes out next. He strums his guitar. He wants to play a song for Corbin. So Gronk and Mojo, they just laugh. Everyone's making fun of Corbin. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It eventually just leads to Gronk pushing him over Mojo's, uh, you know, the old schoolyard trick. He ducks down, pushes him. Cla- classic schoolyard <laughs> trick. <laughs> yeah, and then Gronk gets on the mic. He's like, hey, man, I don't get to make matches, but Elias, Corbin, you should have a match at Mania. He doesn't even push for his best friend to get a Mania match. But uh, Oh. This well. <laughs> <laughs> is so weird. But you had one opportunity yeah. to give me a match, and you didn't take it. Uh, great. Corbin Elias. That's what we're going to get. I hope uh, things work out a little bit better for Gronk this year than they did for last year's hosts, Colin Jost yeah. and Michael Che. You know, they ended up in the wrong side of that battle royal, which, of course, isn't happening. Uh, is are they is there, So you said this before, just kind of when we went into it. Is this still live? Do we know what we're watching well, is live? Do we know that yet? I think this this I think this past SmackDown might have been live, might have been the last thing. Cause WrestleMania is being taped and everything's being taped. They're taping like it. The next, what? Yeah. Why? As of, I think as of right now. So lockdown. It's gotta be on ultra lockdown. Shit. I think, oh my god. I think That's be, gonna be tough to uh not check out some of those dirt sheets. Well, who knows? I don't know. Maybe they can keep it. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes sense. I guess for them, it's less of a, you know, because things could just keep getting worse in terms of yeah. restrictions. They need to film it now when they at least still ha- kind of have They're a like, chance. They're like, do it now. And then, and I think, you know, with this Dana Brooke Ray Mysterio thing, if either of one of them tests positive, then it's only a matter of time. They were both on the shows recently, so who knows? Yeah, Maybe like, shit. let's just get it over with, film it, and then if they ban it, we've already got it done. They can't do Exa- it. Exactly, yeah. And then we can just work on it uh, in post and then do all sorts of different things. Yeah. Shit. And I think they can have such a small number of people there that they, you know, they could prevent it from leaking if they know well enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Know. No, I just, I never even thought about it not being live just uh, until this moment. Yeah. Maybe. And, uh, you know, that, you know, that uh, could add to some matches for sure. But, um, <laughs> You know, I thought Gronk, I thought Gronk did well here. He's a natural on the mic. He's uh, you know, he's a good performer. I liked him. Yeah, I really it, it um it felt too long. But Yeah, uh, it was a long, whatever. you know. <laughs> it was a bit much, but uh he he carried himself well out there. Better than some celebrities do. Amen. But I guess he Amen, was already kind of Yeah, he he kind of knows what he's doing, I think anyways. Yeah. Uh, but let's get to some action here because we get the, the new team, the awesome team of Daniel Bryan and his protege, who's also his mentor for some reason. <laughs> Who looks oddly like him also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He cut his hair and now they look the same. Drew Gulak taking on Nakamura and Cesaro. And Bryan and Gulak, they're still doing the yes chance in the entrance, which is fun. <laughs> and then Nakamura had a bit of a new look. He has a, a full red leather trench coat for his entrance. Yeah, that looks was pretty like, cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I, uh, Carmen San, yeah, remember I, Carmen San Diego? <clears throat> Ooh, I never thought of that. See, um, yeah, do whatever Looks you want. Like- Can we just bring back like normal Shinsuke intro? <laughs> yeah, bring back, you know, get rid of the words. Let's get the old version back. Like, yeah, when are, like, I think that's what we're waiting for. When are we going to get that? Because he's been, he hasn't turned face in years. Yeah, it's been. It feels yeah, like two a years long, now, long time. Yeah. Since, yeah, since the AJ feud, <clears throat> I guess. Like, we he- may never see him. We may never get face Shinsuke again, for all we know. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, during this match, their their leader Sammy Zayn's on commentary, and he we now have a, we now have a name. Their three man group is the Artist Collective. So there you go. Love it. Uh, you know, Brian and Nakamura, good back and forth stuff. That's a dream match. A lot of people want to see singles action. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, good stuff. Brian gets worked over. Gulak gets the hot tag. He's running wild, but they double team him. So Brian tags in without Cesaro knowing. Hits a sunset flip and gets a three count. This was um, great. This was this was uh, great, even without a crowd. Yeah, good wrestling. Just technical. Good wrestling. Felt technical. Sami Zayn's fantastic. Yeah, he's uh, good on the commentary. Yeah, this is funny because I think there was maybe this was last week's SmackDown too. What didn't we get? There was Daniel Bryan was in the match last week. That was also very good. Uh, yeah, and I think. Uh, yeah, it was against Cesaro or something. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was that, and it was uh, also just funny. Like, such a, such a, yeah, yeah, that was the one. Yeah, these are two matches in a row, <laughs> yeah, such great like, oh, matches, but just not in front of anybody. <laughs> it's like fuck. Yeah, that's uh, so funny. Then after the words backstage, Sami Zayn confronts Brian and Drew, and he's like, "You guys are just squeaking by with these mediocre wins." So Brian says, "Why don't you defend that Intercontinental Title against me at Mania?" So Sami says, "All right, if Drew Gulak can beat Nakamura next week, you get your title match." There you go. So presumably that will happen. Presumably, yeah, presumably, presumably it has happened. It could have been ta- taped right in this moment. It could be being taped right now. But then we bring back Michael Cole. He's in the ring here. He's got his guest Paige via Skype, uh, the company that we dropped. <laughs> but thank you, Paige Facebook. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want to fly her in, so she's on the she's on the Skype. She's and then Bailey and Sasha come out and interrupt and. Uh, they start going, they all, everyone's going back and forth, and uh, you want to do something, Paige? You can't. They're just making fun of her for being retired. And she says, yeah, well, guess what, baby? I could announce matches for Mania. And that's when we get the official six-pack challenge announcements, announcement that Bailey's going to defend her title against Lacey Evans. Uh, Tamina, does she still work here, says Bailey, And the rest of us. Uh, Naomi. Uh, Dana Brooke was supposed to be in it, but now she's going to have to be replaced. Replaced with someone, yeah. So Carmella, probably, someone like that. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, and then Sasha grabs the mic and says, you bitch. But Paige says, thanks for chiming in. But the final opponent is Sasha Banks. So there we go. We got uh, we got some story going on. Now I got a runner-up if Lacey doesn't win. I got Sasha there, too, so I got some odds to play. Yeah, and this, uh, I could, yeah, we could have, we could have called, we could have seen this coming, throw the multi-woman match. One of them would have, one of them has to be a multi-person match. Yeah, we don't have that enough many, room. you know, there's not enough, yeah. there's not enough room or just to make it interesting. So six-pack challenge, you know, means we're probably getting a new champion. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like I said, Lacey and, Lacey and Sasha, those are my two picks, either one of them. Bailey's yeah. had a long reign, we can switch it up. Yeah, I'm on board. Uh, yeah, and Bailey just kind of leaves on her own with the title, and Sasha smirks a bit behind her back <laughs> about her new opportunity. So, uh, we will see. Time, hug. Will, time will tell. Yeah. Uh, then they play the, the John Cena versus Bray Wyatt from WrestleMania 30. They play that match in its full. Mm-hmm. The one, it's the one that they've kind of been referencing that they say fucked up Bray's career path at the time. And, uh, it was kind of like his Randy Orton Kofi stupid moment. Stupid. <laughs> but uh, so that eats up a chunk of time. Uh, <laughs> a good old chunk of time. <laughs> and then backstage, Kayla Braxton interviews Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, and they continue to call out the Kabuki Warriors. And Bliss calls out Asuka for a singles match next week. 
So maybe this will lead to a tag title match at Mania as well. Yeah, Bliss Cross taking on. I mean, really, it really sucks that uh, or yeah, there's just no one else. It has to be I mean, Bliss Cross. If, they, if they're not gonna, yeah, there's so many other teams. Can they you could, can we build up but, Fire and Desire right now? Probably not. Mandy's uh, taken. Yeah. Well, also, yeah, this fucking, you know. we don't even know where that's going either. But yep. um, yeah, so we'll see. But then we go to Ms. Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho. They're in the ring for the dirt sheet. And they talk about not having any challengers for their tag titles at Mania. So let's ask the audience. Uh, and then, of course, Miz and Morrison appear in the crowd. They're first addresses the New Day. Um, they do a pretty good impression there. And then, uh, yeah, then they then they show up as the Usos. They're doing the whole whoa, whoa, whoa thing. And uh, But then hold up. And then they show up again in bacon suits. And that's supposed to be heavy machinery. Yes, because that they're the, uh, made of bacon. Yeah, you know the other first two impressions are pretty good, but this one Miz just kind of put on this weird stuff. Like you thought they would have put on like a fat suit. Yeah, and that would have been like, hey guys, what you doing there? Yeah, (laughs) yeehaw. That's that's not a notice. Spit chewing tobacco or something. Yeah, but uh, you know, so they took advantage of the not being live here is actually kind of you know good way of doing that to Mm -hmm. have them Miz and Mo. So they appear and they're all arguing with each other, and then Miz Mo they just say, you know what, we should just take the night off. But then the real heavy machinery come out to interrupt. And, uh, yeah, they, I guess they beat him up, chase him off. So, who knows? No no sign of Ziggler, though. So, uh, maybe that storyline's put on hold because we, we don't have the fans to play off of. Yeah, we and, when, you know, and, then, and again, we don't have that many. We can't put that many people in the ring at the same time. Yeah, and I guess they don't want them kissing the social distance. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. But let's go on here because, uh, oh, yeah, I guess this, this leads, to a ma- leads to a match. Ms. Morrison taking on Heavy Machinery. If, uh, yeah, Heavy Machinery is doing well, they're dominating early on, but Ms. Mo fight back. They start working over Tucker, who tries to make the hot tag on Otis, but then Dolph Ziggler does come out. He distracts him. Ms. takes advantage. He nails Otis off the apron. Morrison super kicks him, and then Ziggler uh, just decides to get on commentary. And then back in the ring, Otis is doing good. He's looking to hit a double caterpillar, but then Ziggler just gets on the mic, and he starts showing Otis some pictures on the screen of... Him and Mandy looking happy together, doing coupley things. Ruthless. <laughs> so Otis is enraged. He starts going after Ziggler, beating him up. Goes to hit him with a chair, but Mizmo stop him. So uh, Otis unleashes his fury on Miz and Morris and drives both of them through the barricade. Gets DQ'd. Picks up the uh, DQ. Yeah, poor guy. So costing them a title shot. Potentially. Potentially. Tucker's yeah. angry. You're right. Yeah, so some tension maybe in heavy machinery, and uh, we don't know what's going on. Uh, I sure as hell don't, cause yeah, it it does feel like any story thing that's been happening has it ha- it feels like it has kind of been put on hold. Uh, yeah, Mandy. Uh, yeah, we didn't see she hasn't been seen live in a few weeks. Or we just you know, yeah, it's like if we're not building to a match, let's not. We we have to figure out how to retool this. Yeah, uh, so, to sort of uh, set up right. Yeah, yeah. So Miz and Morrison are in the middle of all this now for whatever reason, but uh, we'll get a tag title match at Mania. I'm sure. Maybe all three. Who knows? Whatever. But let's go to the main event, I guess, because Michael Cole's back in the ring again. He's a regular, yeah, I guess only only one interviewer. So he brings out Roman Reigns. He brings out Goldberg because we got a good old contract signing for that Universal Championship. Classic contract signing. One thing I love about the old contract signing is, you know, having them stare each other down. Uh, I'm guaranteed to have some sort of physical altercation at the end. <laughs> uh, yeah. Where that leads me to believe, like, uh oh, somebody got the upper hand, therefore 
maybe they'll get the upper hand again. I love it. I, I, and coming into this contract signing, I was like, boy, I can't wait for that to happen. Yeah, and usually uh, the, the furniture gets damaged. Exactly. Uh, they they put just... the little red carpet down on the ring yeah. and blue carpet around. Yeah, this time they don't even, no one ever barely ever sits down. This time they just grab the chairs, they toss them out of the ring right away. I like the, there's uh, these, there's these set designers out there are having to set up <laughs> the chairs. Uh, yeah. And then just got to fucking get kicked, kicked out of the way. So yeah. disrespectful. So, you know, Michael Cole, he asked both men some questions. Goldberg says he was hoping Roman would be the one to accept his, his who's next challenge. Uh, but, you know, Roman, he admits he's been fortunate that all the greats have chose him, but they have all lost. And you ain't going to be any different, Bill. So uh, Roman calls Goldberg a little bitch bulldog sitting in his yard holding his title that he never earned. And uh, But, yeah, what did you do to earn that title shot, Roman? I don't know. Uh, what he beat Baron Corbin <laughs> forty-seven consecutive times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's enough to earn you a title <laughs> shot, if I, if nothing else. I guess so. So he signs the contract. Goldberg says, "Reigns, you're the next victim." He signs. Then he flips the table, and him and Reigns stare down. To, uh, it's it's such an awkward no way violence. to end the show. Yeah, no the, physical the violence. Stare down. Yeah, it just felt so weird. I'm waiting. Like I'm sitting there, like, oh god, here we go. Yeah. Someone's gonna get smacked, and then the little trademark thing comes up in the bottom corner. And you're like, no, <laughs> god damn it. Somebody. <laughs> they do have uh, one more SmackDown though. They, I'm sure they got one last go home SmackDown before WrestleMania. Quite frankly, I don't even know what. So yeah, we're two, we're two Sundays away from Mania. Uh, well, it's like a week from this Sunday or Saturday. That's right? sa Saturday and Sunday. That's correct. Yes, we have this. Yeah, we have this weekend and then the next weekend. Okay, great. Yeah. So, yeah, next week is go home shows. God damn it! God damn, it. you know how I feel about go home <laughs> shows. But that was SmackDown, uh, possibly live. <laughs> yeah, pro pro yeah, last ever if it was for a while at least. Yeah, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what it's going to be like pre-recorded, though. If uh, I hope, I hope you're right because uh, let, let's you know it's all going to have to change. It's all changing up, so why not change it up a little bit? Yeah, yeah. And there's some stuff that I think it will benefit. So uh, certainly, yeah. Let's get, let's get right into the the other side of the brand here, the Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. Let's get raw. show opens up with Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman in the ring, cutting a promo, and right away you notice they did the smart thing, and they moved the camera to face the entrance ramp this week. So, so you don't yeah, more like AEW did it last week also. Um, yeah. It looks way better that way. Yeah, much better. You see the ramp. You don't see the empty crowd as much. Uh, you know, Heyman says, in these uncertain times, Lesnar's the only certainty, and Drew cannot beat him at Mania. Mm -hmm. And uh, WrestleMania is too big for one night. Which is their new tagline, as if, as if they wanted it that way. Yeah, almost like they planned yeah. it that way. Oh my god! Too I big hope for one night. <laughs> I hope Mania starts being two days. Uh, uh I don't know. Get a we'll little break in the though. middle there. I hope. Well, yeah, I mean, this is a particular. This is a. This is a hard one to judge. This is going to be a hard one to judge in the first place. Yeah. Um, but then we go right into uh, a match from five years ago, the Royal Rumble 2015 WWE World Title Match. Where Brock Lesnar defended against Seth Rollins and John Cena 
in a fantastic triple threat match. This was great. I, I had never, back. I've never seen this one before, and I had a lot of fun. Did you I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. Didn't know. Yeah, no, it's didn't it's know who was going to win. Game. I didn't know. I had no idea what the hell was going to happen, uh, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I was going to say if you hadn't seen it, it's definitely worth a watch. But you did, so uh, yeah, no, that was uh, yeah, that, that was, was great. Better I than like the that year. I, I like. I do uh, one thing. You know, I do like this putting in. Uh, just kind of full matches that either either could play into a story. You know, I mean, they did it with the Cena match, the Cena Bray Wyatt, and then of course this one with having a Brock Lesnar match. You know, I like I like this. Put on yeah. put on some classic yeah, matches they're, they're... from recently that kind of are good. Yeah, yeah. Let's get that CM Punk uh, yeah, Cena match good picks. for free. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they want to put CM Punk yet or not. I don't know. On SmackDown. On put on SmackDown. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, then the the orange or no the uh, the orange Cassidy the, the orange Cassidy <laughs> group <laughs> yeah the original club the only club the orange Cassidy come out and AJ cuts a promo on WrestleMania and the match against Undertaker he name drops Michelle McCool again uh, he's like he's been feuding with her basically as much as Undertaker so is the deal that uh like it's not like that we're not supposed to know. Like what? I I don't know what the what the beef there is. Just because he's calling uh, her wife, he's just trying to be like I don't know. So then he starts showing some footage of Undertaker like swimming with a tiger at a safari, and uh, yeah, just being you know he's trying to expose him as a human being. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Save the tiger, save the world." Right? Yeah, just this like, hey, Mark. <laughs> yeah, which is apparently uh, have you heard of this new Tiger King show? Yeah, we're uh, we're three episodes into it. It's so much fun. I haven't started, but I've been hearing rave reviews, and it's yeah, with, so with, much with fun. Free time, you, you, you got you got to check it out. You got to check it out. I was gonna say I'll, I'll probably be watching it this weekend. Perfect. Yeah, you're gonna love uh, it. You're gonna love it. <laughs> yeah. So tigers, but this was kind of funny just seeing Taker just looking like a little baby tiger himself here with the out. Of, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they just like, what the fuck is this, man? I don't want this crappy version of Mark Calloway. I want the Undertaker of yesteryear. But uh, so he says, I'm going to bring back the dead man. We're going to have a boneyard match. So uh, great. No, th- uh, this is OK. No, because as soon as this is what are you going to yes, say? What were you, what were you going to no, no, say? No, I think we're both thinking the same thing. This, this is going to be pre-taped, pre-taped and yes, in a same. graveyard. It's going to be sick. Yeah, this is going to have so many cool things. This the is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And AJ Styles is I think. Yeah. He, you know, and he's he's playing into this and he's loving this and. He can have a great match with anybody. We know that. If there's one per, yeah. if there's one dude who can give Undertaker a good match, it's going to be AJ Styles. Yeah, and they can use as many props as they want. As many so, props uh, as they want, they can film it over a couple days because I'm pretty sure this the is under, the entry. I'm pretty sure Mark Cowley could only probably work maybe you know, <laughs> yeah. 45 like two minutes hours at, at a time. time. <laughs> or sorry, yeah, way too. Not two hours. No, no, no. Two uh, hours. He can only stand for two hours at a time. Yeah, and his knees just kind of uh. fall. <laughs> But yeah, and also like there is still some mystery. Like we don't really know. Like we can imagine it's probably going to be in some sort of graveyard. There's going to be like, I don't know, fog, is it like buried alive? You know, or is there... Yeah, fog at night, and someone's someone's yeah. getting tombstoned onto a tombstone. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's some intrigue just going into just to see what the match itself will look like. Seriously. And hopefully it'll turn out well. Yeah. Seriously. With the, with the use of editing magic, so we'll see. Yeah, hoping hoping for the best. Spooky hoping grave. for the best out of those ones. Yeah, Definitely. and then they announce the Street Profits will defend the Raw Tag Titles against uh, Andrade and Angel Garza. So this is where, is where that Rey Mysterio news co- comes into effect. Mm-hmm. So instead of that Lucha Four Way, Andrade and Angel are getting a tag title shot. So Which is- uh, it sucks. Sucks for Rey and Umberto. They were you know 
they've been being pushed into this angle, but uh, too bad for them. Yeah, but you know, yeah, who knows? <laughs> uh, hopefully, we can come back, uh, come back post Mania, and who knows? We can they can that that match can always happen at SummerSlam. Why the heck not? Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was always going to be like the seventh or eighth important match, anyways. So. Uh, but then Andrade and Angel, they they put their tag team skills to the test against Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. And uh, in the middle of the match, Street Profits come out to get on commentary. They're another group that they could put in the crowd during Mania to keep the hype up. Yeah, to know? keep the hype going uh, yeah. instead of just Mojo Rawley. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this match was fine. Good tag stuff. Lots of high flying from these guys. Uh, Andrade hits his, his faint kick into the back elbow. Which Cedric sells with a perfect thick loogie on the slow motion replay. Did you see that? That was awesome. <laughs> it was like we just yeah, waiting so, in the corner of his mouth there. <laughs> oh yeah. So he gets a three count. Uh, and then after the Street Profits brawl with An- uh, Angel and Andrade, but um, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that that slow mo replay that made the whole match. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, and then we get Street Profits. They're in a fight now against Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink. From uh, NXT, but even there, we don't really know these. Guys even that there, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I recognized these. You don't uh, think he knows the Vink? Jobbers. I don't think I didn't Vink. Yeah, there. <laughs> but I guess they just needed bodies that were in the vicinity, so uh, they got a couple moves in. But they're just here to do the job. Street Profits win after Ford hits that heavenly frog splash. So yeah, he 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 really touches uh, the skies on that one. Oh yeah, uh, and then they announce just out of. You know, for fun. Alistair Black is going to take on Lashley at Mania. Because uh, why not? Because, because why <laughs> not? Let's put more people in the same room together. <laughs> yeah. I know Rusev's nowhere to be found, so uh, whatever. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. And then Elias and Corbin is officially official. You know, Gronk got it approved. That's oh, thank God, Gronk. Uh, he's, he's really making some, uh, you know, he, he just joined the WWE. He's already making huge booking decisions. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> I like it. It's incredible. Uh, then we go back in the ring. Charlie Caruso's in there to have a sit-down interview with Shayna Baszler. Well, she she just, tried. She tried to conduct. She an tried to. Yeah, the, this monster, this ogre, was just kind of towering over her. <laughs> they were. They, she tried to talk about Becky and the women's title match, but Shayna's just being mean and intimidating. And uh, yeah, I kind of like the way they did the interview. Like all the lights were turned down. They just kind of had two spotlights in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Play. Which, yeah. It, it, yeah. Anytime that we can feel like there, there's a crowd there or anytime we don't see there's no crowd. <laughs> yeah. The and uh, it also the darkness was perfect because it helped Becky make a surprise entrance as she just smacks Shayna from behind with a chair and then nails her again. Leaves her laid out in the ring. So short, short, sweet, effective. Yeah. Let's go, Becky. Uh, then we get Alistair Black versus Leon Ruff. Yeah, I, I did not. Another who? I did not I know, who know that him. one's. Yeah. I didn't know uh, they had he, jobbers there at the PC. <laughs> I don't know. At this, yeah, how do you get a jobber this time? Uh, he's in a rough I mean, for a rough time though. This guy is uh, Alistair Black. Just kind of he moves towards him, then he just sits in the ring. So Leon's like, "Come on, man, get up!" And Leon looks at the ref. He's like, "What's he doing?" And then my favorite part, the ref talks back. He's like, I don't know. He's not my opponent. Let's go. That's your opponent. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, he's talking the match through. Yeah, he's like, like, let's go. That's your guy, man. Uh, so Ruff goes for a big kick. Black just ducks, hits him with the black mask, gets the win. Uh, Devis- yeah, so De- devastating maneuver. Yeah. You know, it always looks good. 
people just eat it in the face. They're yeah. just like, all right, I'll let you kick me because I'll never get on TV again. I'm <laughs> Leon Ruff. Yeah, I'm Leon Ruff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then Kevin Owens comes out and he cuts a promo on uh, the Messiah, Seth Rollins. And he just says, come on, Seth, just get out here. So Seth comes out and just cuts a fantastic promo. Some great work here. He just, you know, talking about the performance center and Owens trained here, but Rollins says this place wouldn't even exist without him. He came up through FCW. He helped build this. He didn't get to go through a fucking training center. Uh, yeah, just good promo. He's so much better on the mic as a heel, Seth Rollins. Yeah, no, he 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 really is. And this is one of the better promos he's cut in a long time. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah, no, fantastic. Everything was great about this. Yeah, it was perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that was great. Uh, and then we get a replay. We get another match replay mm-hmm. of uh, Charlotte defending her SmackDown Women's title. Yeah, they're picking. Oscar. They're kind of three. They're kind of you know at least on this show they're two for two on replaying great matches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's still relevant. Uh, yeah, so of course that was the match where Oscar lost her streak, but uh, yeah, still good. Yeah. And then we we close the show with Randy Orton coming out to answer Edge's challenge for a last man standing match at WrestleMania. He just, you know, continues. He calls Edge a junkie for his ego and he talks about Mick Foley. And I really like this when he was as he was talking, they would like intersperse like clips. uh, Yeah. You know, like of what he was talking about. Of what he was talking about. because Not in uh, a cheesy way. Like they would like cross dissolve and like show them both at the same time. mm -hmm. It just looked really good. Yeah. So that's the kind of editing you take that's advantage of. That's the kind of, of fun little production things that uh, they're definitely going to be taking advantage of going forward. Yeah. Yeah, so 100%. I loved it. Um, he spent a lot of time talking about grit, and no one's got as much grit as him. So he accepts the challenge. It's official. And that's your Raw. And that was Monday Night Much Raw. better than last week. Much, Much better, better than, than last week. week. I think they were prepared for it this time round. And yeah. I think the show's actually, this version of the show is only going to get better. On Raw and on SmackDown. It's only going to improve, I think. Yeah, yeah, I know. It showed that they were, uh, you know, I don't know who who said what to who, but they obviously took some sort of advice from people. They moved the camera angle. Yep. They had a lot more matches, a lot more live content. Uh, and they did still have the match replays, but like you said, they picked some good matches. They put them out throughout the show, and yeah, it worked well. Yeah, I think everyone was happy. The promos were good. Seth was great. Everything. Yeah, Exactly. Everyone was happy with it, I'd say. Yes, but, we're uh, happy. Oh, yes, of course, Mike. <laughs> but that was the show, and that was uh, that was SmackDown and Raw, kind of like the first half of the uh, week. I think it's about time, Mike, that we take a quick break. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back uh, because, of course, we have the Wednesday Night Wars, the rest of the week, and some Would You Rather, so stick around for that. We're back on the podcast here, folks. Shoot Brothers, thanks for sticking out through that break. We know it was probably real hard because uh, it was real hard for us, too. Um, just because, God damn it, we just love being so close to professional wrestling. And the little breaks we take, it takes us away from what we love. Yeah. That's Commercial tough. free is the way to be. Commercial free is the way to be until unless you're an actual sponsor, in which case... Commercial uh, full yeah. is, way. is the way to is the, is yeah. the way to be. More commercials equals more content. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know sometimes commercials are good. You want to go to the bathroom, you know stuff. 
Exactly. Anyway, need something to listen to, but it's not that kind of show yet. If you are a sponsor, you know what to do though. Um, it's time for uh, it's time for a little game. You know, we're gonna skip trivia this week because we're gonna pull out one of our newer editions. We're gonna pull out a little bit of Would You Rather. Mike, I got four Would You Rather's for you. Four. I'll give you four. Okay, Mike. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna come off. I'm gonna come off uh, first for you here. Um, off the top rope. Off. I'm coming off the top rope. Uh, so would you? Would you rather? All of the ex WWE stars currently in AEW. Right. We have our Jericho, Spears, Hardy, Moxley. All these kind of guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you rather that they all stayed in WWE, or would you rather that the Elite all stayed in New Japan and the Indies, and AEW still remains just without the Elite members? So I either lose the Elite or I lose the WWE guys. Pretty much. That's 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 what it is. Um, well, you know what? Um, I would have to kick out the WWE guys because you can't have AEW without the elite. <laughs> without they are the, the E. e. Uh, you know, as much as uh, Moxman's career would suck still being Dean Ambrose uh, among many others. Sean Spears really hasn't made much of a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, for that, anyways, the elite, you need the elite for what it is. So I'll, I'll, I'll have them stay. Yeah, that's a good point. I uh, we need that. You know, this the Jericho run has been crazy. The Moxley run has been crazy. Uh, but yeah, I think that is the right choice. All right, all right. I got one for you. Some more AEW stuff going on here. Okay. Would you rather Cody turns heel and joins Inner Circle, or Orange Cassidy turns heel and joins the Dark Order? Oh, that one's that one's <laughs> crazy. I would rather Cody turn and join the inner circle. Um, Cody's Cody's character. I think that story would be better than the story yeah. of Orange Cassidy joining Dark Order or like the Death Triangle or any of these any any of the any of these healy <laughs> guys. I think yeah. uh, watching bad guy Cody would be would produce some great shit, as it were. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would go with Cody as well. And, Except- you know, I think one day he's, you know, his path to the world title, he's, he has that rule that he can't go for it. So he's going to have to do something bad to get it he's gonna, or something. Or so if, if he even wants it, you know, uh, I think like something like a Cody Kenny match, like that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Cody All Hangman, right. you know, that would be a lot of fun too. Many, many, many great matchups we have over the next few years. Okay, Mike, I got an next one for you. This is for you person. This is for you. This is a would you rather. That's how the game is yeah. played. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Mike, so would you rather uh, witness a Daniel Bryan title win? So you're, mm. you're, you're live. You're there seeing it happen. Or yeah. would you rather be there for when CM Punk makes his return to the ring if and when that could ever happen? <laughs> if and when. <laughs> Hmm. So you, you get you get to see Daniel yeah. Bryan win or CM Punk show That's up. A tough one, but uh, it, can I book the CM Punk match any way I want? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, it can be it can be any match you want, any title, I guess. Uh, so it could be CM Punk 
versus Daniel Bryan. No, 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 no. These these have to these have to happen on two separate shows. Okay. I like I do like that. I do like that. No, I know, I know, but I couldn't I couldn't swerve my way out of this. No, no, not today. Uh, that is a tough one because I beloved Daniel. I think Daniel Bryan is the most beloved wrestler of all time, and seeing him win a world title in person would be such a thrill. Such a you know, I've only seen one world title change hands, and that was the Seth Rollins. And, and that was uh, that was that was, that was well, fantastic. Was fantastic. Yeah. Imagine that feeling yeah. amplified. That was on... a text, yeah, and that was a guy that I didn't want to win, but his wrestling <laughs> was, was so the good. Guy he who didn't even <laughs> want to win, and he won. <laughs> But yeah, the CM Punk moment. allure. So even without Daniel Bryan in the, the equation, the CM Punk thing could still be a world title match. It could be a main event. It could be all these it things could as be, well. It could be, you know, number 30 at the Rumble, for all we know. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's such a hard choice. I guess I'll go with the CM Punk just based on mm-hmm. there could be so much more to it as well. You know? Like, not only do I see that, but yeah, it could be a world title match. It could be a main event match. It could be all these things. So I'll choose CM Punk, but it's a very hard choice. And uh, uh, maybe I, I, if Daniel Bryan, if Daniel Bryan didn't have a single world title to his name, I probably would choose that. Because okay, because if it, yeah, if there's a chance it was yeah. the first one. You know, he's had a couple now. Yeah. We've seen yeah. it before, and but what, wherever, whenever CM Punk comes back, mm-hmm. it's gonna be huge. It's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna be. Remember that Hardy Boys back at Mania Pop a couple years ago. Yeah, it's gonna be and that bigger just than that. Ample, uh, yeah, it's gonna be. It's going to be Hardy Boys return multiplied by Edge. Yeah. Uh, if they do it in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, divided by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, my next one for you. Yeah. A personal one for you. You're in the ring here. You got to take this bump. Would you you're in a hardcore match? So, uh, would you rather get slammed onto barbed wire or thumbtacks? Oh, it's funny. I've I I I have a question like this coming up for you uh for you also. <laughs> it is funny. But barbed wire or thumbtacks? Yeah. Uh man, they both look like they hurt so much. Yeah. For the sake for the barbed wire, we'll say those, you know, the flat board with all the barbed the wire. Flat wi- the of course, the classic yeah. flat board <laughs> the classic with curly barbed you're wire. You on a big it. thing. Yeah. The uh the traditional, you know, everybody knows what we're talking about. Um Yeah. I'm going to go thumbtacks. I'm going to go with thumbtacks because, well, and like, and you're talking about the normal portion, which is kind of like a bag's worth. Yeah, a bag's worth. <laughs> and, you know, a bag's uh, worth, the normal portion of yeah. thumbtacks. You know, the sack, they pull out the brown sack. Uh. See, because I think, no, I th- yeah, the old burlap sack, you know, it has approximately, uh, you know, X amount of uh, thumbtacks. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think thousand. with the thumbtacks, either one is going to hurt. Insane. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna hurt so much. Um, but isn't the isn't barbed wire meant to like you know it rips or something? You know, and once you get caught, it kind of it would yeah, rip. That so, I, mean, I think I think dismantling myself. Uh, you know, thumbtacks kind of come yeah. out, but maybe I oh man, imagine if you like got in your back and you ripped a bunch of skin off. Like I can picture that happening. So I'm gonna have to go with thumbtacks. Power slammed onto thumbtacks. Yeah, I think I think I would go with thumbtacks as well. Uh, you know. Yeah, the barbed wire, it could slice you. The thumbtacks is just kind of a little, you know, that, it's going to get in, but it's not going to get in too deep. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Yeah, because, I mean, they're only, you know, half an inch. Either way, I don't want to do it. Yeah, either way, you know. But <laughs> Either yeah, way, I, I don't, don't want to do it. When they had that, that barbed wire nest at uh, Omega versus Moxley. Yeah, yeah, just the classic. It, was, it, wasn't, it was just like a trampoline wrapped in barbed wire. Yeah, trampoline. Wire. That's <laughs> that was pretty much what it was. <laughs> yeah. 
the uh, weirdest bulb. But yeah, that afterward after they they had to have like people come untangle them after. So yeah, because they were so <laughs> caught in it. Yeah, which is wild. Yeah. So um, but, while we're uh, on the subject about uh about a bump though, I'm gonna ask my bump my bump question for you. Okay. So would you rather take a um take get get power bombed through a table? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather get power bombed through one of those like somehow a horizontal ladder is set up? You know, you, you can kind of picture it. <laughs> yeah, and then you're you're getting yeah. power bombed through that uh, instead. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll take the table. I think it would probably be you know smoother, break easier. Yeah, you think so? But uh, the ladders are still yeah, they're not. It's not a real ladder. It's a gimmick. Things. Oh yeah! Oh, of course, it's tricked. Yeah, <laughs> they're not break. Yeah, but I know. Yeah, I still think the table would be smoother. Uh, Easier. That's yeah. That's a good one. You know, I'm gonna have to go with the ladder on this one. I think. Okay. Uh, so you agree with me? The table. No, no. I'm saying I. No, what are you saying? Uh, you would, no. I'm making a joke. I'm making. You're taking the ladder. Oh my god, Mike! You're so fucking funny. I missed it. I missed that. Too, I know. I'm sorry. I tried to. <laughs> ladder, but, uh, I'm taking uh, the ladder. Sorry. That's right. You're taking the former table. <laughs> I'm taking the ladder. Ladder. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Same kind. Same kind of reason as you. I just think it would. Both are gonna hurt. <laughs> I just think I can. I think that one would hurt a little bit less. All right. Neither of us know for sure. And I. And I, and I hope to God I never do. Because <laughs> that looks painful as shit. Mm-hmm. All right, my next one for you. I always have to throw in one of these, uh, some sort of love-related. Mike, you're always tr- you're always look you're always trying to like, looking for love. You're always helping me look for love. That's why. I What's really wrong with this? It. Not, it's nothing. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. Of course, it's in a positive manner. I mean, yeah. of course this it is. is I'm not saying it is. <laughs> um, I don't want. Yes. Anyways, uh, so here's your option today. <laughs> Would you rather have a relationship with Asuka or Kyrie Sane? Um, that one's tough. That one's tough. I think yeah, it's I'm not. Talking, I'm talking dating. I'm talking relationships. I'm talking weekends together. Yeah. Going to the cottage. You know, like she'd be at your apartment right now for this lockdown. That's a good point. Um, I'm going to have to go Kyrie Sane on this one just because I think Asuka's like 40. Not, not to say, not to say that you know that that's an issue, but I think I'm, I'm too young for that. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. Which you know, just I again, so. yeah, you know, I mean, again, not it's you know, it's I just personally, personally, uh, yeah. we're going Kyrie, um, we're going Kyrie Sane. Let me look up. Oscar is thirty-eight, and let's see what Kyrie Sane is. We've got 31. Yeah, so she is the much younger. And uh, I also would go with Kyrie Sane. Uh, not just because of age. You know, if you swap their ages, I would still pick Kyrie Sane. So I'm not as uh, jaded when it comes to age as you are. But Yeah, that's just, that's just, uh, Kyrie that's Sane. just me. I don't mind. <laughs> no, that's fine. But uh, no, the way uh, she projects through the television, I just feel like I like her more. Her pers- But they both seem like they're nice girls. But Kyrie Oh, Sane so much fun when, uh, what, wasn't it last week Asuka was on commentary or yeah, something? Yeah, <laughs> Asuka, and she has a gaming channel. I could hang out with her. But Kyrie Sane, you know, we could uh, we could do some stuff. She's a cool girl. So yeah, there you go. Uh, there we go. There we go. Asuka's I got one. In the cold. Sorry. I got one more for you, Mike. <laughs> okay. I got one more for you. This one. This one. This one's gonna be tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, Mike, would you rather that NXT never happened or AEW never happened? Oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> yeah, it is tough for all these things. And, and all the but, year, um, all the years of NXT, not just not just yeah. going to Wednesday. You know, the past. Well, I know it would affect WWE in many ways. In yep. so many ways. Um, uh, but you know, AEW is still in the infancy. It's still it's so young. It mm-hmm. could um, it could be greater than what those early NXT days and all those other things were. We don't know, um, and I think WWE. They would. Who knows what would happen? They would. They would have another brand one way or another. I'm going AEW. Keep them <laughs> around. You want to. You want to keep AEW. Yeah. What was the question? How was the question phrase? Oh yeah, just would, if I have to get rid of one. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Would you rather uh, way, AEW? Yeah, get rid of it. Keep AEW. Get rid NXT of NXT. Is gone. NXT would, is gone. I'm sure a lot of guys. Yeah, a lot of career paths would be different, but for the good of the business, having AEW around would uh, I think have a larger effect. yeah in terms of brand in terms of diversity uh, I'm gonna have to go with that too although um, I have some f- I have some of my favorite matches down there in NXT right of course that, oh, yeah. that we North, would miss out on tons North I mean. American ladder match the entire Gargano Ciampa saga which isn't even fucking done yet by the way yeah would um, we, the undisputed era would they ever have gotten together with uh, all that stuff yeah yeah they could have just yeah who knows who knows who knows but um who knows? So you're, luckily, but, we don't have to worry about that. Thank God this is a pretend game. What? So thank God this is a pretend game. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, which brings us to our final of the day. The final Somehow. one. And for your sake, thank God this is a pretend game. Uh, because this is another personal one. It doesn't... Uh, <laughs> I got if you're let's pretend you I don't know this is just it's going to affect you in every walk of life especially if you were a wrestler but either way you have to decide I'm scared I'm scared do. of this question <laughs> This is life changing Okay okay uh, I'm ready for it Would you rather have an arm amputated or a leg amputated Oh no these are just uh these are just <laughs> random No <laughs> let me specify okay. it's uh for the for the arm from elbow down and from the leg from knee down um, one leg, one arm. You get to pick. You can go left. You can keep your right hand if you're right-handed, or if you kick soccer with your right foot. You know. So. Oh well, you do know how much you, you care. Gotta about, lose you do know how much, much I care about kicking soccer. Okay, here's the tough one, right? <laughs> because like, uh, oh, fuck. I think I'm gonna have to go arm. I can choose the arm. You can choose the arm. Yeah, I could go. I'd rather go arm. I think. You'd rather go arm. Yeah, because I feel like you know you can you can have a little half arm and play basketball. Um, <laughs> you certainly can. You know, or you can hold a tennis racket. You know, you can do you can do stuff that would be fun. Uh, <laughs> the leg, though, yeah, just too much mobility. Things that I feel like my dad could make me. My dad would make me a badass fucking thing. That's for sure, right? Uh, and knee down, you could get yourself what is known as a Van Ness procedure, which is like uh, they cut your foot off and you and turn your foot around and use your ankle as your knee joint. Can you picture it? Yeah. Gross, eh? Uh, but that's like an actual thing they do. So then you can still have a functioning knee joint and then it would be fake, fake, uh, you know, lower leg and foot. That's a pretty interesting one. Yeah. So what are you giving me? What yeah, giving me? I'm still going. I'm still <laughs> going. Uh, I'm still going. No arm. No arm. Lack of arm. As a yeah. as a drummer, as a as a video game player, as in all these things, you are giving up your arm. Yeah, I could find a way. I think I would go with the leg personally. Yeah. Um, 
because I feel like, uh, you know, the portion losing from your knee down to your, your foot, that's, that's a big stump, but your hand is so mobile, so articulate, all those fingers, um, mm-hmm. you know, I could just get one of those blade legs, you know, those people that run on like a blade and they can yeah. sprint really fast. <laughs> I can just get one of those and I have all my hands. I can, no one would even know I'm missing a leg half the time. That's a good point. Well, uh, well, geez, hopefully neither one of us ever need to uh, make a decision <laughs> like that in the first place. Yeah, it was just a morbid one I wanted to throw in. For no, hey, no, it's part of it. That's part of the game. That's part of the it's game. And, of and that's how it's played. That's how Would You Rather is uh, played. A lot of fun. Always yeah. is. And as a consolation prize, you get a million dollars for your limb. Oh, thank God. Oh, okay. So I can invest go. in like uh, robot Artificial. hand technology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's but fantastic. That's how you play the game. <clears throat> That's how the game is played. Yeah. Let's play the Wednesday Night War. Uh, load it up. Pop in that. F- pop in that disc because we're the about to play disc. Wednesday Night Wars for the uh, for the PS2. Yeah. Um, so let's go. Uh, AEW Dynamite's here. AEW. All elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Perfect. This is. Um, this was not blood and guts it has been postponed In, uh, indefinitely so i guess indefinitely uh, yeah so okay. it makes sense mm-hmm. you know push uh, we, that you can't that that match deserves a live crowd so yep uh, and i think technically it would be more than more people than you're like allowed to have in a close area yeah so i, I think guess, it's like yeah, I, I, gatherings of five or more or something <laughs> i don't yeah those rules are changing constantly mm-hmm. so they they're just like whatever we'll get to it when we can um, but Cody and Kenny, they're still on the show. They come out to uh, do some commentary as well. But Cody's got to leave right away. He's got a match. Um, and then one thing this week, they did not have wrestlers in the crowd watching. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm. Uh, I was disappointed they got rid of that. Maybe, um, maybe it yeah, didn't maybe work out. You know, yeah, maybe just like uh, they couldn't get anybody there or something. Who knows? Yeah. But, uh, well, they, yeah. So they would they would cut to like a room in the back, or might have act- not have. Not have actually been there, but it's like the inner circle hanging out with Sean Spears and some other guys gambling and stuff. So they still have people watching and reacting to the matches a little bit. But yeah, just not outside. Not the same. We, and also, we we were at the same place as we were last week, right? That the the Jacksonville Jaguars whatever practice yeah, facility, facility or whatever, whatever you think, whatever, whatever think the so. facility is. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it looks nice. good still, but uh, yeah, d- d- definitely. So we start the show with Cody versus Jimmy Havoc, who. Uh, we haven't seen Jimmy on Dynamite much, but he's three and zero in twenty twenty, so he must be doing good on Dark over there. Um, must uh, be. I did see that they filmed a Dark. Uh, yeah, they still air Dark week. matches. Yeah, they're still filming them, so that's cool. Yeah, so the Dark's still going on, so we don't know. Uh, yeah, so Cody versus Jimmy. This match starts slow, but they're doing good. Uh, Cody hits the crossroads, but then he picks him up and angrily hits a second one. Bit of a heel move here, but he gets the win. Uh, yeah, what was that little? Th- what was that from Cody? Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was. Well, I mean, Cody's been going through a lot. He's been, yeah, but what did Jimmy do to him? <laughs> he keeps getting lashed, literally lashing <laughs> out. He has people who like his his like father's like best friends calling him out and shit. That's that must be pretty tough too. Imagine <laughs> like if your dad's best friend, you're like, hey, Uncle Andy, what's up? And it's like sometimes you're a little arrogant prick. You know that? You're like, what? <laughs> but Uncle Andy, no, you've known me since I you're, you've known me since I was born. <laughs> uh, oh well, yeah, how would after... you feel if you, Mike? How would you feel if your dad's best friend, pretty much like trained a, a mercenary, 
to take <laughs> you out. How, how would that make you feel? That'd be tough. Well, I don't know. We'll have to see. But um, then Jake the Snake pops up on the video screen, and he's got a message for Cody. He, he starts talking about his client, Lance Archer, and he's just kind of chilling in front of a campfire. And uh, Yeah, he's like, you know, AEW was supposed to be the best, but I didn't get a phone call. And Archer was over in Japan. What's going on here? So, But he wants to get the contract signed. He wants the match with Cody. So let's do it. Cody yeah, versus yeah, a, sh- a short, sweet uh, little promo from him. This guy's great. Yeah, he's been doing well every week. Uh, and then they do like this little black and white Darby Allen vignette where he's got like cut out masks of the inner circle and he pours some gas on them and ignites it. So his things yeah. are those are so cool. I uh, I really yeah, like the Darby while, Allen. He little, uh, yeah, he gets those little backstage moments. Little, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I feel like those guys are Mini very much films. and yeah, it's very much. I bet Darby Allen's really in control of something like that. It feels very just very much like a him thing. Yeah, doesn't feel like somebody's forcing it on him. Uh, but then he's got a match. He's Darby Allen's taking on Kip Sabian here, and Cody's back on commentary. Then of course Penelope Ford's there, causing all this trouble on the outside. She's uh, you know, she's become she's become one of the more consistent managers lately in AEW. I like her. Or uh, coaches, they call them in coaches. AEW. Yeah, I do know. You got to <laughs> say that. I do like that. I do like yeah. that. But uh, yeah, Darby and Kip, good little back and forth match. Uh, Darby applies this unique leg lock, and then he just kind of turns it into a pin and gets the three count. Cody calls it the Last Supper. I don't know if that's legit or if that's just Cody. But oh, that's cool. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then Jake Hager is coming out here to take on Chico Adams. Uh, sorry, Chico. I don't know who you are. Yeah, I didn't. I, I also didn't recognize that person. Uh, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, Hager locks in that arm triangle. Quick win. They're putting that thing over. Uh, and then Mox shows up after him and Hager exchange blows. Mox hits a paradigm shift, but he only did the little one, not the big one. So Hager recovers. <laughs> little shift. Hits an ankle lock. Yeah, <laughs> or the dirty deeds. I guess. Not yeah, that one's more of a dirty deeds. You're right. Yeah. So Hager recovers, uh, he escapes, so backstage Mox challenges him later to a title match. So uh, I guess that'll take place on a dynamite sometime. This is cool, and Jericho Jericho defended his that title a couple times on television, just sort of yeah. randomly, you know, took out Darby Allen, I think, was on one of them. Uh, you know, yeah, because yeah, Mox, Moxley still needs to get wins going. And, yeah, uh, and Hager. A, a big win over a guy like this would be huge for John Moxley. Yeah, so they can they can build to that for a week or two, and Definitely. we'll see what they do. Certainly. Uh, then we get another video segment of Brody Lee here, the exalted one. He's uh, he's having a steak dinner, and he's talking down to these members of the Dark Order, just you know, saying strength in numbers. We do what we want, take what we want, prey on the weak. Uh, and then the other guy's trying to eat, and he just yells at him, "You don't eat before I'm done." And someone sneezes, he gets pissed off, and you know, so uh, yeah, they were just. Yeah, just, just call them out now. Uh, I've heard, yeah, this like this this part of this exalted one type character is this. Uh, I guess like not he's not like a corporate dude, although he was wearing like a suit and tie in this promo. Is yeah. this part of his thing? Uh, I heard they were kind of ribbing on Vince McMahon a little bit. On a oh, of okay, I can see that. I shit, man. Remember last week I mentioned. Uh, in that Birdley promo when he's like, you're not the first old man to, uh, yeah. like be out of touch or whatever like that is. So yeah. maybe, yeah, maybe, uh, you know, kind of create this Vince McMahon type of character or just at least those ideals 
I think. Yeah, uh, at least like the crazy parts of him. Like, yeah, being... and, and I think everyone that comes from WWE, especially, yeah, Brody Lee, Jericho, uh, the Mox Man too, like they understand those things. Yeah. If he, oh, yeah. you know, he's a certain, <laughs> if Vince is a certain kind of way, it's like, okay, we know, we know what we're doing here. Yeah. Uh, but the Exalted Ones in action. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, his dynamite debut. Brody Lee's taking on QT Marshall. And uh, yeah, of course, Brody gets the easy win. He hits that discus lariat. And then after the match, they just kind of leave. Uh, they take out one of the Dark Order masks and they leave it for QT, making the offer as they leave. Yeah, eventually they're going to have to get more people. They're Eventually they're going to have to get someone big on their side. And I don't mean like, of course, Brody Lee is a big enough dude. But eventually yeah. they're going to have to actually recruit somebody, right? Yeah, they someone more than QT Marshall. I don't think they've someone. recruited anybody yet. Well, they got the Reynolds and Silver. Yeah, okay. And that was early on in their inception, yeah. too. Was there one other guy? Have, maybe, I can't. Maybe? No, maybe I yeah, I think we need, eventually, one of these tactics is going to have to oh, work, yeah. and they're going to have to... Uh, yeah, we you need know. like a real bona fide, at least mid card guy. Yeah, somebody at so, least with uh, who who can get some wins on their behalf, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, well. I don't know. Yeah, who? Uh, I don't know. Like a, a Dustin. If you got him involved, that would be huge. Yeah, that would be Big fun, you turn. know. And of course, uh, it builds a little tie into the elite there because uh, it feels like feels like everyone's coming after the elite or. Um, That'd be quite a position for them to be in, right? If, if somehow the inner circle, death triangle, the dark order, the butcher and the blade, like somehow it's everybody against the elite. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, then we see a little another video segment of Vanguard one just kind of flying in to check on Nick Jackson. <laughs> that was awesome. That was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, just spying on him. And he's like, he hey, wasn't spying on him. He was checking in on him. Well, he was see, checking. But, uh, but then when, why did it fly away so perversively when Nick was got up to look at it? It acted, if it was innocent, it would have just stood there and said, hey, Nick. Hello, wait, Nick. Hello, Matt. Nick. <laughs> Hello, Matt. Ooh, I can't. No, I'm getting fucked. I still no, can't it was tell. Nick. No, you. It was Nick. Which is funny because you can tell the Usos apart like immediately, and they are identical yeah. twins. And these two well, guys, they look kind of alike, but they're different people. Yeah, it was harder for me than the Usos. It's hard. It's somehow uh, harder for you than the Usos. I don't get that's that. That's only because of Total Total Divas when you watch like. <laughs> I know a you say that. that it's Total Divas, and he's got the tattoo. He's got the. Yeah, the tattoo. The, the, I don't even need. That's tat. just for other people. Has to help other people. Right, right. The, us, the eyes. I can see one. Like, uh... I'm like their mother. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's go on here. Uh, Kenny Omega uh, taking on Sammy Guevara for his Triple A Mega Championship. I uh, I forgot. forgot he I, I forgot he had that too. Yeah. Speak, yeah speaking he won it of months I, ago. Speaking yeah. of, I forgot that you that you existed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He beat Ray Phoenix for that thing and. Uh, it's nice that they actually let him bring it out and defend it. Uh, well, so yeah, I think they're in they're in cahoots. They aren't cahoots, but I mean, like he never actually brings the belt out. He's he's Kenny two belts, but he, this is the first time we got to see it. Yeah, we never we never. Yeah. I guess we do never get to see it. And I guess Sammy Guevara also wrestles with AAA down there. Yeah, he's a Spanish god. So he is um, he is the sexy Spanish god. And this was a great match. They got lots of time here, like I don't know, almost a half hour or something. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, uh, it's going to be a title match, and you need to fill some time. Uh, this was so much fun. Yeah, just lots of, yeah, Sammy looks great for, you know, even in defeat, hanging in there that long with Kenny, going toe-to-toe. Yeah. Uh, Kenny's hitting massive V-triggers. He goes for another one, and, uh, yeah, Kenny's got, like, a broken wrist. 
effect, I think. So Sammy grabs it, started biting it at one point. Uh, but then, of course, Omega, he hits another V-trigger, gets that one winged angel to win to win and retain the title. That Excellent. that ending sequence was insane, too. It was like V-trigger, <laughs> V-trigger, and then... Uh, the J Driller was in there. Some, yeah, yeah, and yeah, these things I don't. I mean, I don't even remember how to describe it. it I, I don't. I, yeah, you're definitely way better with the words. Me, there was a Spanish fly in there, and then like V Trigger, V Trigger, uh, <laughs> and eventually gets the one winged angel. Like, yeah, I forget. Huge yeah, who was on com- like Tony or Jr on commentary? Someone was like the V Trigger, like the best knee in the game, or something. <laughs> Cody, maybe. It's uh, it oh yeah, it, it, it was. Uh, this was a damn, damn fine wrestling match. Uh, yeah. just on television. Yeah, love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess the final segment of the night, Chris Jericho comes out for his face to face with Matt Hardy, and uh, during his entrance, he grabs the camera from the cameraman, points it at him. So he's the one rocking out this week. He's singing Judas. Someone's got to sing. Uh, Someone's got to sing. sing it. Yeah. Yeah. So he did his best. He was having fun. Uh, and then Jericho starts cutting a promo on Hardy, and he he tells him to make the right decision. Join the inner circle. I know you're here. Come on out. But then we hear the the humming of the the blades. Of the, <laughs> there it is. The drone is here. It's Vanguard One as he makes his entrance. Um, and for this segment, they also they didn't have any handheld microphones for this, like the uh, the traditional wrestling. It was all. Yeah, they all um, had the. Uh, well, again, because I mean, you can set up, you can set yeah, it up a can, little bit better, right? You don't need to. Uh, yeah, this whole segment was <laughs> very much uh, set up, and but it was great. So the drone flies in. Uh, and Jericho just starts cutting a promo on this drone. He doesn't <laughs> like his beliefs. I don't like your political views on social media. You're a piece of shit. Uh, I don't respect you, but uh, I don't like you. But I'm asking you to join the inner circle. <laughs> so he's, he's talking to me. He's like, you know, we can pour the bubbly down your thing. You can smoke fine cigars. Get rich. So uh, he's proposing this. But Vanguard flies off, refuses the offer. And then the broken one himself, Matt Hardy, comes down to the ring. And he explains that he's magic. And he's, yeah, he's teleporting. He's doing all these things. And uh, Jericho's just like, yo, AEW is my show. When you show up here, I'm the one you want to align with. Not those arrogant son of bitches, the elite. But uh, Hardy says, no, I assisted them last week because he owed the bucks of youth a debt for resurrecting him. And uh, But, no, you know, he sees all the tyranny the inner circle's causing. And he's going to free AEW and all this shit. Uh, but, yeah, eventually... Yeah, wasn't what was there was some more special effects and uh, Matt Hardy starts pointing in the crowd saying Abe Lincoln's there, Martin Luther King's there. Jericho thinks he's insane, so he says he's gonna delete the inner circle. Jericho slaps him, but Hardy knocks him down with one blow, and Jericho's astounded, and he's like, I don't know, he thinks he is magic, or something <laughs> like that, right? He's, but then Sammy Guevara jumps in, he attacks Cody and Kenny come out with chairs, they save Hardy, and then the three baby faces are stand tall. And then Matt Hardy just starts using wizard powers to activate the pyro. That, that was that was quick. pretty fun. That was pretty fun. He just started like raises yeah. his hands and then starts burning up everywhere. They look um, good. I mean, they were pretty close to those 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 fire flames there. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the use of the editing there. You don't have to be live. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And and, and yeah, this the broken gimmick is uh, you know could could live or die on you know these huge or these well put together uh, productions, right? Which is exactly yeah what he could be doing They're going all in magic powers are real going all in well yeah so pretty uh, yeah and this this is great uh now and, and that was sort of how the show ended this was a great way i think either you're you're gonna like this 
<laughs> or like it what am i trying to say what am i trying to say here you're pretty much like you yeah, liked the, it was a lot of fun. you like the segment yeah based on how much you can just sort of buy into the broken gimmick i wonder if that's more difficult for uh in wwe but for kids especially I wonder if that's something that because you know it's a is that something that maybe like the older wrestling fan is more into because you are you, you do see the videos on YouTube you uh you know you're aware that it's fake or you're aware it's not real so this is clearly just being fun I you know you know what I'm <laughs> well, you know what uh, I'm saying like uh like yeah, would a kid see it I mean, would uh, a kid see it and be like I have no clue what the fuck is happening right now Where's John Cena? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe the kid would like it for those reasons. Yeah, because it is, is a little silly and weird and crazy. Yeah, flames going. I don't know. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to know for sure. Mm-hmm. Interview your nephews and nieces out there and let us know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, what's going no, on here? It felt great. It felt great. Uh, I'm really excited yeah, for good, this. Another uh, good episode of AEW. I'm really excited for this program going forward. Yeah. Yeah, so blood and guts. We don't know when it'll happen, but Matt Hardy's here to stay, and uh, we'll get some more Vanguard and all that every week. All that stuff. But uh, but it is still Wednesday, like you said, Mike. It is still Wednesday night, so we gotta hop over to the brand, over to the yeah, over to the gold, guys. Uh, it's Yellow. NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. The yellow? Are they, yeah. are they, is that what they call themselves? The yellow, not the gold? I think they're yellow and black. Huh. Uh, but uh, they were also, they were back in their home of Full Sail. Which was fun. Not, yeah, why not? Just yeah, crowd, still empty, Crowdless Full Sail, why not? Yeah, uh, but they got the balcony there, which is fun at Full Sail, that balcony. Right? I do like, yeah, I do like it. It's a nice looking spot. Uh, yeah, so they go, you know, they announce Tampa, TakeOver Tampa is officially canceled, but they say that those matches will take place. Over the course of the the coming weeks on weekly NXT, so that kind of gives each show a big draw. Just kind of spread it out, have multi main events, which is cool. Why not? So, yeah, yeah. So we'll still get the matches. So give us them. Yeah, if they they can still they can still give them to us. the The world can still keep moving. There we go. Uh, Austin Theory's here to take on Tyler Breeze in a match. You know, it was fine match. Breeze he puts up a good fight, best he's had in a long time. And uh, Austin Theory gets a little too cocky. He grabs Breeze's phone, starts taking selfies, mocking him, and Breeze's counters, hits a beauty shot, gets the win. That's funny. That's funny. That's his uh, finisher. uh, The beauty shot? Yeah. I think it's funny. (laughs) I think it's a funny name. Well, the Val Venus's finisher was the money shot. Ah, oh, gross. That's not. That's that's a little. That's, <laughs> that's not that's funny. Too much. That's too much, that's Mike. Too much. That's too much. Okay. I didn't. I didn't call. I, I know mean, you didn't make it times. up. You're just sharing the news. You don't endorse it. <laughs> those are dead. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, let's go because we got lots of. This was the week of just fresh jobbers because Killian Dane is taking on Tahuti Miles. Yeah, I guess I, these are I clearly mean, guys who? who are like still at the PC. Like yeah. who we they won't, put the who we who won't see Hootie, for this guy. who we won't see for a long time. Tahuti, uh, the yeah, Beast so of Belfast, Dane getting a quick fucking Vader bomb or something, right? Yeah, Vader bomb yeah. for the win. Boom. Okay. Uh, then Cameron Grimes takes on Tony Nice. Uh, they have a good match. Grimes, he's been on the yeah, he's on the up and up. Lately. Yeah. Yeah, he this hits. So, do you like his finisher, the cave in stomp? Because it's basically a coup de gras. Um, I am not very big on it. I'll, I will be honest. Okay. 
Do you? Nah. <laughs> yeah, I like the coup de gras better. I like the coup de gras. I, I mean, I, I mean, I like maybe if I had to choose between both, maybe I don't know which one. I don't. I don't really know which one I'd pick. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, grimy Grimes looking all right. I would love to choose uh, neither. <laughs> but let's go here qualifier match for that women's ladder number one contender thing. We don't know what's gonna hang. Is it gonna be a briefcase, a paper contract? I don't know. <laughs> just a but blank, just a loose sheet of paper uh, attached <laughs> with um, a couple paper clips. Yeah. Uh, but we got Zia Lee taking on Aaliyah. Uh, yeah, two people who, uh, you know, they have a small bit of history. They showed up before the match when Zaya legit broke Aaliyah's nose with a big stiff kick. Um, so Aaliyah comes out to the ring. Zia Lee's music hits, but she doesn't appear. We cut backstage. Zaya's crying. She's weeping. She's been attacked. Uh, so Aaliyah's like, yeah, I win then. So the ring, but the ring announcer gets word on the mic that uh, from Regal himself, that Zaya's not cleared, but there's someone who is. Yoshirai. Hey, Yoshirai. I knew you were going to yeah. say that, Mike. I Fuck just yeah, knew, baby. I just knew it. Woo. You knew what? I knew you were going to say. I knew you were going to say Yoshirai. Well, because you watched the show. That's a good point. That's a good point. But I also uh, knew that you would say it with so much enthusiasm. Oh yes, that I would build and pause, and of course, yes, I was very happy about this. <laughs> this was something that. I didn't know what happened. This, you know, this was a good spoilers didn't leak. We're we're in lockdown, so Eo's uh, back, baby. She makes quick work of Aaliyah, hits some big kicks, her angel's wing backbreaker, and her moonsault to get that win and qualify for the ladder match. So I'm I'm pumped. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be that's gonna be great. Wasn't she? Wait, was she in the ladder match before? A few months ago, uh, it was really good. The one with Mia Yim? No, I think I forget who. I that forget was. who that was. Okay, okay, I might, I might be. Might thinking, have been Dakota Kai. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, yeah, she's been in some lots of good stuff. She was the one that did the moonsault off the cage at War Games. Right. Yeah. 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 Of course. But she's back. She's back. Back in action. Uh, Keith Lee. Keith Lee's coming out next. He's got a new song, I believe. Oh really? Did I didn't catch that. No, I didn't catch a new song. Yeah, it was just like "Bask in His Glory." He's limitless. Stuff like that. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember the tune. It was uh, yeah. If I don't remember it yet, so. <laughs> but so Lee's there. He's just kind of getting interviewed about what's been going on lately, and he admits he made a mistake, thinking back when uh, he thought Dijakovic attacked him, but it was actually Priest who did. So he owes him an apology, and Dijakovic comes out and he says, "I don't give a damn about that. I only care about the title." But I got more respect than to attack from behind. But you know what? You did attack me. Uh, and then Damian Priest comes out. He starts giving his piece. And this is when I noticed he's got a very good, deep, like, cartoon character voice. I never noticed before. Yeah, I've never heard him talk before. He could be like a villain. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm coming to get you. <laughs> I'm coming but, to get uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they all talk. They all start exchanging blows. And then Dijakovic hits this big dive onto them. And he's the one standing tall at the end of the segment. Yeah, this North American title scene is pretty hot. It's been hot for a long time, yeah, too. Yeah, it's fresh. It's hot. You know, it's three guys that, yeah, that are all getting a chance to shine. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, and then we go over to some tag stuff here. One Lorcan and Danny Birch taking on Shane Thorne and Brandon Vink uh, making another appearance. Yeah, they're, they're wanna... <laughs> two nights in a row, or, you know. Two nights, two, yeah, two, two, two nights this week. Two out of four, uh, two out of three shows they've been on. That's amazing for these guys. Well, yeah, and SmackDown hasn't happened yet, so <laughs> they could make the, the sweep. But uh, they're here again to lose to Lorcan and Birch, who don't get that many wins themselves. So, But yeah, quick submission win for them. 
And then we go. A lot of quick wins on this sh- on the show this week. I noticed. Yeah, yeah, but uh, we go to the final, or I guess not uh, the, the final for tonight qualifying match for the the ladder, the women's ladder match. We mm-hmm. have Candice LeRae taking on Caden Carter. Uh, good match, good evenly fought match here. Candice locks in her husband's move, the Gargano escape, to get the tap out victory. So she qualifies, uh, and they announced the ladder match will take place in two weeks. Um, so we got Chelsea Green, Mia Yim, Tegan Knox, Io Shirai, Candice LeRae. Uh, and then they announced for the final spot, everyone that lost is going to be put in a gauntlet match to get a second chance. So uh, so for me, I'm thinking Shotzi Blackheart or Dakota Kai. Those are my picks. Well, that'd be great. I wonder if that's something uh, they're going to film, I guess, already. Yeah. Poss- but possibly. Of cons- yeah. Conspicuous. In her absence, Bianca Belair did not compete in any qualifying match. That felt a little weird, right? Well, that leaves the door wide open. I mean, it's pretty late to be thrown into that Charlotte uh, Rhea thing, but if she's, you would assume she would at least be in this if she's not in that. So what the hell's going on? Or does she, now that Dana Brooks out, oh my God, <laughs> Bianca Belair going to SmackDown. Um, That would be perfect. Yeah, if, if there's ever time to move somebody up, it'd be like, why not here? Have her win the title. I don't care. First why not? night. Yeah. Boom. Boom. There's a good, there's but, a, uh, book it. Book it, Vince. Yeah, that was just off the top of my head. I don't Book know, it. So there you go. Either way, though, that woman's ladder match will be fun. We. Uh, yeah, it will be for sure. Uh, yeah. Let's go here. Matt Riddle, the bro. He doesn't have his broser weight or brother because he's across the pond in UK in his own lockdown. Mm-hmm. So Matt Riddle's on his own here, taking on Roderick Strong. And uh, they just start off the match. Some good grappling, Matt-based wrestling here. Roddy's going. He's doing his running running knee strikes when Riddle escapes. And he hits the bro Derek to get the win. But then after the match, he is attacked by this new tag team. Uh, we don't know We don't know who these guys are. They just start beating up Riddle. And then this uh, their manager, Malcolm Vivens, comes out. And he just says, uh, yeah, man. He doesn't mention the name of the tag team. Actually, <laughs> he just so says, yeah, called. man. What's up? He says his stuff. He's like, oh, Malcolm Vivens and uh, your partner does not here, buddy. So this is the new face of the tag division. But he didn't actually mention their name. So I don't know what the fuck to call. Them. Yeah, uh, I also didn't catch like that. The, I haven't looked online or anything to see if. Uh, yeah, the one guy looks very tall. He looks very big. I mean, they're both big, but the mm-hmm, one guy is big like dudes, seven yeah. 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 So crazy. I don't know what they are, but they obviously like them. Uh, and I, the the final segment of the show, Triple H comes out, the papa of NXT. Yeah, dad's coming to talk, wants, talk to his two sons. Yeah. You know, it's getting out of control. He can't have this. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're breaking the performance center. So he brings out his bad boys, Ciampa and Gargano. Mm. Uh, Ciampa's like, you know, everything said, need to been said has been done. Just bring Johnny out. Um, yeah, so they bring out Johnny and Triple H is like, no physicality tonight. Um they all start uh, cutting promos, and Triple H is like, you know what? I've been there. Me and Sean, I've gone through all this, but it's got to end. You can't tear up the building and endanger other people. So uh, He makes a good point. For a second, he makes a good point. Yeah. For a second there, the way he was wording it, he almost made me think, because he said, this should end on the biggest stage in front of the whole world. He made me think they were going to put this match on WrestleMania. On Mania, I yeah. I felt like that, his, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think... For a, yeah, his wording made me think that. Because like, it's all arbitrary now anyways, fucking put this match on Mania. Yeah, why not? And you got two nights, so no one's going to care if you have seven matches on each night. Um, 
But anyway, so they keep going on. They, they're talking about uh, Gargano's like, this was supposed to end last year, but then he went and broke his neck. My only regret is not being the one to break it. And Ciampa gets in his face. You know, I did break my damn neck. My life changed. And they all just want to end it. Triple H is like, you know what? What do you need? What do we got to do to finish this thing? So Johnny says, two weeks. So Hunter's like, all right, I'll find an empty building. We'll put a ring in there. We'll put a ref in there. And then it's over. Um, if it continues after that, neither of you are going to be here. So in two weeks, we will have that match. Which I guess two weeks is still WrestleMania. So if it, it's either WrestleMania or weekly NXT. The Wednesday before Mania or uh, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, no, this uh, this feud has defined NXT for a long time now. past two years, whatever. Long time no. now. Um, and every single time that you, we think to ourselves, it's time to end it. They yeah, give us, or they pull us back in, and they give us a reason to keep going, or something else. Well, life fucks it up. Yeah, or, <laughs> you know, or just first or it was just a broken neck, it now it's a virus. Yeah, the quiet arena on this uh, was awesome. Like it just made you know everything Triple yeah, H was you saying felt so like impactful, and you know like when your parents are yelling at you and you're not saying anything back, it's like that. You know, <laughs> like the, those long silences of like yes, yes, mom. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You can. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, which was great. Which but was that great. wasn't it. Okay, that wasn't it though, because at the very end, in the middle of all this, there uh, the screen starts playing some creepy video, and we hear some audio. Uh, I think it was speaking a different language, uh, and then we just get these glimpses of a new wrestler and the clock. So this is official. This is Killer Cross. Is that who this person is? That's Killer Cross. That's Killer Cross. So I think I'm. Uh, I mean. It's the clock stuff. I would assume that uh, that that's the same stuff that was on SmackDown. But he's here on NXT, I guess. So uh, the three men in the ring just kind of look on confused. A little like, good cliffhanger what the, ending What there. the heck? Yeah. It had nothing to do with them, but he's like, I'm here, bitches. Killer Cross. Yeah, I should look at this guy. Yeah, I, I, just, I, just, I just don't know anything about him, you know? I should... Uh, and I think there's a, a female with him as well. Uh, Scarlet uh, or something. A, a, Mrs. Uh, a, a Mrs. Cross? Alana to his... Ah, perfect. Rusev Lashley. Um, but yeah, so there you go. That was their ending. That was your NXT, like Raw, much better than much I mean, better. Last well, I think last was, week it was just uh, it was just video, video packages and interviews. Yeah. Like right? they were well made, but this week we got wrestling, we got interviews, we got lots of stuff. yeah. People are flexing their creative muscles, and uh, things are getting a little bit smoother, which is just which is just great for everybody, right? Yeah, yeah fantastic. Adapt, adapt, uh, adapt or die. Adapt or die. Exactly. And that was it. That was Wednesday night, and that was the entire uh, what we've been missing in the wrestling world this week. Yeah, all things considered, I think the week went pretty well for the wrestling world. I agree. I agree. Like, yeah. Um, in terms of the show's coming to an end, though, on. it's only time for one more thing. It's the wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week. Of the week. In which we actually had a lot more wrestling this week. So, Mike, who do you have? Yeah, this was actually tough. Uh, but, you know, sometimes it's not always about the actual length of the match or what they did or all that stuff. There's sentimentality involved. And, uh, of course, I got to give it up for the big return. Io Shirai <laughs> coming back. 
Nice surprise, my pop of the week. I knew, and, I knew, uh, I knew you were gonna do it too. I started typing EO. <laughs> I heard the little click. You click. heard click, click, click. It's because I'm sitting there like, yeah, he's gonna pick EO yeah. Shirai. I like to build it up. I like to add some story to it. And it was great. It was but there great. you go, EO Shirai gets me high, and she is my wrestler of the week. It was great to have her back, EO Shirai, the wrestler of the week. Um, I'm sticking on Wednesday, but we're moving over to AEW. Uh, rest of the week, giving it to Kenny Omega. I had a lot of fun in that match with Sammy Guevara. I could have just as easily given it Sammy Guevara, but uh, Kenny Omega got the yeah. win. Uh, so yeah, so, two those two were definitely uh, in my running for sure. Yeah. Consistently good shit from each of those. Good shit. Every week. Yeah, such yeah, good. So shit. good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess next week was going to be more of the same, just taped shows, empty arenas, but everything's at least. Plan till WrestleMania. After that, after yeah, that, no. yeah, we, we who, who the who the heck knows what's gonna happen, but uh, yeah. we will see. We will see. And that was the whole podcast. We will be here. We will be here. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. Remember, you can rate, review, like, and subscribe to the podcast everywhere. I think it's all over places on YouTube. You can give it a thumbs up there, uh, and all that sort of stuff. And I guess until next time, like the wrestling week keeps move keeps moving, and uh, we got to be there to report back. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> and that'll be it for me. Okay, folks, you have a great night, Mike. You take care of yourself. You stay safe out there.